0: quality goods podcast is brought to you by the genius brand products formulated according to science they've got plenty of vitamins and supplements for you depending on what area of genius you're looking to improve lately my stack has looked like one scoop of the genius pre paired with one scoop of the genius consciousness gives me just the right amount of boost i need because their genius pre is caffeine free Uh, you still get a little bit of tingles from the beta alanine the Genius Consciousness gives me the little bit of boost from the small amount of caffeine that it has. Pair that with some Lion's Mane and the Astragalus and it gets me through my workouts focused and jitter free. They've also got some collagen, they've got a joint health supplement, they've got greens, matcha. Check them out at thegeniusbrand.com. So unlock your genius and get your hands on some supplements today. That's thegeniusbrand.com. Check out code QUALITY for 15% off. Alfred Howard is a writer and performer based out of San Diego, California. His recent project, Alfred Howard Writes, is currently taking place over the course of this year as he invites artists around the country to collaborate in song. His powerful pieces evoke emotion as he draws energy from societal struggles and complicated issues that we've been faced with lately. He shared his history as a songwriter how he nearly hung up his writing talents, and how events of recent years have reignited his passion for writing and performing. Sometimes it's shock and trauma that bring the most creative energies. And if they're cultivated just right, they can be channeled into vibes that resonate across many boundaries. Check out his vibes on AlfredHowardWrites.com. And you can follow the chronicles of the project that has been taking place for the better, better in, in quotes, for the better part of this year. So pop on an Alfred Howard track and get in the groove as we get into it and see what's good. Quality, 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 quality goods. Quality, 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 quality goods. What is going on, good people? You are tuned in to the Quality Goods Podcast. I'm Chris Beatty, and I'm Anson Jay. And today we have a special guest joining us from San Diego. I think the right. first uh, San Diegan. Hey, what's up to join San us Diego. On, on the pod, yeah. San Diegon. <laughs> we got Alfred Howard here, poet, author songwriter yeah i think yeah. Uh, alfred howard writes that is a good yes a good way to describe what you do you do a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you doing man like yeah
1: how's san diego
0: treating you it's hot
2: down here right now
0: but
1: it's uh not man, on we'll fire so yeah one of bonus. the only
0: places in california oh, yeah. that has managed to avoid the uh the flames
2: yeah yeah man small small miracles we actually had one out here maybe Two three weeks ago, and I was uh, I was about a mile from the fire uh, wow. when it started. My girlfriend and I were at the swimming pool, and uh, we went to the grocery store, and I, it was just a matter of oh, turning wow. around, and there was just this huge black plume of smoke.
0: And yeah, I was like, when did that happen? Now.
2: You know, and then it was uh, you know we got the whole like bleak sky, rain and ash for three days. It's very apocalyptic in a in an already mm-hmm. tumultuous year, you know but it seemed pretty fitting, yeah. to be honest. Just the <laughs>
1: next chapter of uh, this year we got going on.
2: Yeah, for sure, man. Brace mm-hmm. yourself, man. Yeah, the
1: season I'm finale braced. is wild. Yeah, I'm braced. braced.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've been dealing with the uh, the whole fire season up here in Northern California yeah, for yeah. years now, so this has been an unfortunate thing to get used to. Yeah, exactly, where it's a whole season, like, every time, yeah.
2: Right, right. Just yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, a lot more a lot more yeah. dangerous a lot more Hello. fleeing my mom uh, my mom moved out here from the east coast uh, three she's on year number three in california and she got like uh the fire alert to her uh-huh. cell phone you know and she's uh, she's 73 years old and, you know she's never never gotten well, of, like uh, a yeah. fire alert before you know it's like have your bags packed she was calling me all frantic like what does this mean like, what's happening?" i was like oh like, I'm yeah, sorry. This, this this is what we. yeah we don't have
1: tornado <laughs> warnings or hurricane warnings This is what yeah, It's like, oh, just a and california typical yeah. california
0: stuff yeah
2: exactly don't don't even you know yeah just get some rest mom <laughs> <laughs> everything's fine
0: yeah it's just a tuesday <laughs> man in california yeah. i do miss that's san it. diego though i have a ton of family down there i haven't been down there since 2017 i think mm-hmm. was the last time but i uh I'm just a Californian through and through, uh, yeah. you know, Northern California, Southern California.
1: And all, every area got its own vibe. So, yeah, I definitely need some San Diego vibes coming up, man. Like, yeah. Try to reset a bit and chill. Well, at least that's how I perceive it, you know, when I'm out there. Well, thanks. Oh, by the way,
2: you might just see random people running oh, by. I'm out in
0: my front yard <laughs>
2: today. <Yeah.
1: laughs>
2: might be the occasional siren fire truck I'm next to the, uh, okay. the fire department. So, which I guess yeah, is a good thing. True, true uh, there. You know, speaking of. <laughs>
0: you know yeah so we both stumbled upon you from uh, your recent video i love america mm-hmm. and you know it's s- something that resonates with us just you know even through all of the chaos and everything mm-hmm. that's going on in our country we both still love america yes, exactly and yeah. but it's yeah, just, yeah it's just yeah. important
1: to know like we can love it and still know that we gotta yeah, we keep gotta moving fix forward. like yeah that doesn't mean it's all good to go it just means i'm here for the long run and what do we need to do to get better? You know. Yeah, man, we're,
2: we're invested mm. in this place, you know, which means we have uh, not only the right, but the obligation to speak out when we see these injustices and and kind of all these steps backwards that we've been taking as a nation in recent years. And like I, I wrote that piece because, uh, you know, not not one side has a monopoly on no,
1: patriotism.
2: You know, it's it's not a left or right thing. You can you can be left leaning and, and patriotic. You know, I, in fact, I think most people I know yes. are, you know, they take great pride in, in this country and that's the reason that's why we're shouting in the streets, marching, you know, because we believe in the potential of this yes. place, you know? Yeah. So I came at it like the, the funny thing about that piece is it's, uh, the second half, it's like a six, six seven minute poem. And the second half is like mm. all new, uh, written this year. Um, And I I write lately. I've been mostly writing lyrics for uh, singers and writing more like song based stuff. And I haven't really done the spoken word for a long time. In fact, I haven't really recorded my voice for my own release since like 2008. Um, But during the Gulf War, I had written this piece called I Love America. And I had this other piece called Definition of Patriotism. And I was reading it at a protest. And, uh, you know, all these protesters were kind of cheering me on. And then, like, these people who were kind of representing the other side were like irate, you know. And this guy got up in my face afterwards and he was like, If you don't love America, you get the fuck out of this country, you know, and just, you know, really, really getting after me. And I was like, trying to have a conversation with him, but he was like, his senses were so inflamed, like, he wasn't really willing to talk to me. So I was like, How do I, how do I, like, kind of break the ice with a handshake as opposed to, you know just just like a constant yeah. condemnation and, and critique of this place so i went home and i was just like i looked through my record collection and i uh i thought about every road trip i'd ever taken and uh just every every beautiful experience i had in america and i just put pen to paper and i wrote wrote that down as the first half you know so that part stayed relevant through the years and then uh all of a sudden recently a couple of people have been asking me about that old poem. And if I'd, uh, they thought it felt like kind of relevant. And I was like, well, let me, you know, if, if people are going to be hearing it again, mm-hmm. let me update it, you know, and, uh, address some of these these things have been going on in 2020. How did it find its way to you guys?
0: I think a friend of ours yeah. shared it on his Instagram page, yep. on his stories, and just the, the message really resonated.
1: Yeah, and we're always that that type to share those kind of things, whether whether it be a song or a skit or whatever. And yeah, I mean, especially with what's going on, like, you know, I think there's those certain friends and family that you talk about this, like all the time, what's going on in America, and like that more daily personal like thoughts, you know? And uh, yeah, when he sent it to us, I was like yeah let me just reach out to this guy because then you know I started doing a little more deep dive into like what you do and how long you've been doing it and you know i think that's important for people to know like even when this you know the pandemic first started happening and obviously you know with um with uh george floyd and all this like you know i, I had played like sam cook you know and that's still relevant you know and it's like it's crazy that you know you said the Gulf wars when this first came for you but it's all still because and that's just to show people this has been going on forever in all these different forms but where we've been trying to find a way and we got and that just shows we got to keep changing like it's not the same as it was 20 years ago but obviously we got a lot to work on you know so
2: yeah a lot of those problems are are still relevant still intact Mm, you know and i i think the interesting thing about this year is uh you know it's been brought to people's attention you know like uh I have friends, like close friends who are, who are, I would say are very, very liberal. And they sat me down and they say, man, I I didn't know how bad it was, you know, like like your experience as an African-American in the United States, like the fear that my mother has when I'm just driving, you know, or just walking down the street that like, it could be me, you know, like that, that fear became real to a lot of people who don't necessarily go through that every day, you know? And like, just watching the, the George, George Floyd, a live lynching yeah. in the streets, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it was, it was a wake up call for a lot of people. And just like, a, a frustration for a lot of people too. And that like, you know, this has been going on for years and years and years for as long as there's been police there's been these problems yeah. you know so.
0: yeah i think the pandemic has given everyone more time to understand and digest the gravity of the situation because a lot of people are at home and now also everybody has an internet connected camera yeah. in their pocket so yep. it just gives us the ability to spread the information much more quickly yeah. like immediately
1: Yeah, it's like whenever you see this it's like we can only be i mean as crazy as it sounds but grateful that any of these things are getting filmed and now people know that they need to do that to help shed the light you know because it's you know it's been going on but people can you know find a way to i think sweep it under but when there's video of this going on and it's on every channel it's on everyone's page you can't get away from it and you know it's there you know and you know then you you know top the pandemic on top of it it's like you have yeah, your home more than usual, so you get to absorb them more. But then people, I think so. for me, it kind of, was like, even with everything that I'm going, that's g- going on to me in my life, there's this going on on top of that, that other people are dealing with, you know? And it's like, that. that's just a whole nother level. Like they can't, yeah, like you said, like, I wasn't worried about driving really, like, you know, like you said, like you're walking around, it's a whole different situation. And it's like, you know, you add that to everything else, man. Yeah, it's just like, uh, And yeah, I try to do my part or whatever to, to share those things and those stories and you know i think that's why we try to have the guests we have on too like everyone's going through it and, and hear their thoughts about how the pandemics affecting them how just you know life's been changing so crazy like i mean you wrote that piece, or you restructured that piece only a few weeks ago and the country's completely different again now you know <laughs> right yeah, so it's like man <laughs> <laughs> it's wild i I'm,
2: i've got this opportunity to do a version of that piece for the celebration of the 75th anniversary of the u.n and I'm going to film it tonight, and I'm like, "What? You know, th- this is going to be aired in like November. Yeah. Oh man, I'm like, yeah. What will wow. even be yeah, relevant? Exactly. Oh, my <laughs> you goodness. know, from the piece because it's like every day is like some yeah. new catastrophe. Yeah. News cycle
0: know? so fast. Yes.
2: It's it's a, it's like hard to keep up with, man. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. it's like sometimes but, I don't want to yeah. keep up. Sometimes I want to tune it out, but at the same time, I also. Wanna, you know, I want to know what's going on. Damn. I don't want to be naive to what's, what's taking place out there.
2: I had a nice four or five days where me and my girl just went up to uh, Big Sur in Yosemite. Right. And I didn't even like think about it at the time, but it was like the first time I hadn't seen news in five days. Wow. And I swear, man, I, I came back like 15 years younger. You know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. The gray hairs like started turning. Yeah, like, we're going back again, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then as soon as I, it was like as soon as I had reception, I was like, "Oh, let's just you get on the news." With, oh man! And yeah, I gained like 17 pounds. <laughs> I got old, yeah, <laughs>
0: tired. You know. Yeah, it's important to unplug once in a while and just decompress because, you know, like I said that news cycle is always going to be turning and always trying to pull on those heartstrings because you know yeah, we live in that big, clickbait yeah. culture. So exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a business, man. Yeah. Don't ever forget that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You can try to find all the unbiased media that you want, but it's, it's difficult nowadays, you know, to find media that doesn't have some kind of, uh, yeah. you know, leaning in some direction.
1: You know. Yeah. Yep. For sure. But I think I really, yeah, like I really like what you were saying too about trying to, to write that particular piece uh, in a way to where, like you said you're not condemning the other side for whatever their views are. You're just trying to let them know like, Hey, I also am American and in this country and doing it because I think like, I try to make it a point though I have my opinions and my thoughts about where I stand with a lot of issues. I still try to watch the other news that isn't necessarily yeah. my news, right? But I try to find out where they're coming from and I don't think everyone does it. So I think as an artist, that's great that you do that too. It's like, I have to make this at least where they want to even sit down and listen. And then we'll start from there, you know?
2: I feel like we've, we've like forgotten as a nation that we, we speak the common tongue. You know what I mean? Like, it's so polarized that it's, uh, it's, like, hard to talk to the person on the other side. You know, I used to, I've always been, like, kind of political and outspoken and, and try to be socially aware. And, uh, back in the day, I used to post stuff on Facebook, and I'd get, you know, some hateful comments yeah. every once in a while. And I'd, I'd just say, hey, you want to get a cup of coffee? Mm. You know, you want to have a conversation? And, like, <laughs> I did that for a long time, you know? <laughs> got, got myself in some scary wow,
0: situations, hey. but, you
2: know, just, like, at the end of the day most of us like otis redding you know most of us like a national park you know like we probably have more in common than we have differences yeah. but like i think the media like you're saying it's a business you know you exacerbate those dif- differences you illustrate those differences you can sell a product you know and uh you know politicians use it all all the time to to pass laws and just get people fearful yeah. You know, fearful of of one another, fearful of things that they don't ever encounter. You know, like I'm a I'm a big vinyl collector, and uh, every once in a while I'd be doing a gig out of uh, out of town, and I'm afraid of flying, so I always drive there. And I was driving through Colorado, and I hit up the Craigslist, and I'd look up a, a couple collections, you know, out in the mountains, and I would talk to people, and they'd be like, "Oh my God, you're from California?" I'm like, "Yeah," and they're like, "What? What's it like? It, like, yeah. are you terrified?" Like, and I'm like. Are you kidding me it's like 70 degrees every day i live by the ocean yeah. it's beautiful like but you're in san diego isn't that near the border and i was like
0: yeah, yeah. like yeah. my mom
2: <laughs> lives like you can walk to the border yeah. from she, her backyard in the border, you can that, yeah. the flat you know um and they were like their their perception of it you know because they watch fox news or whatever was so it was like wild yeah you know and it was like it happened a couple different times you know where they were like scared for me you know and obviously there's like sirens but that this is unrelated. Really yeah. you know but like i was like no nah, man like the border like it, it's like coyotes and crickets man it, it's yeah. it ain't no thing like you know, there's not like rapists yeah, like climbing. Exactly. The, climbing yeah, the there's not people 24/7. rushing the border
0: trying to yeah, like climb each our other jobs, off. You know, yeah, it's like, exactly. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's it's nothing like what they feed you. But that's the thing is when you give someone a lie like that and they don't they don't have anything to do to like disprove it. Yeah. You know, they're not going to go. Yeah, to the They've border never been. To, yeah. They don't even want to think about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, it's it's very believable. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is like, for the most part, these aren't like bad people you know they've just been fed like a like heaping doses of misinformation that they never get to you know counter in any way shape it's like generational you know like
1: it's not like they even thought of this it was said that this was their opinion before
0: they even really started absorbing in the news and the you know so yeah yeah it just sucks because we get into these echo chambers and no one does their research to try to you know find out if there is a differing opinion or or other facts you know that may be surrounding right. a, a particular issue and you know these echo chambers just get amplified and yeah. you know they we get choosy about the information like once we hear what we want to hear we we just stop and we don't look to seek out other information Yeah, yeah just, most people are just looking for the other people that agree with how they're feeling about right. it and they want to validate what they're yeah.
1: already feeling. Like, see, inside. They feel it too. So I have to be right, you know? And it's like, I mean, I try to, I get so passionate and worked up like Chris and I get into not We don't argue because we have very similar opinions, but then I'm like, okay, we do sound crazy just because we're passionate about the things we think. Right. You know and I'm like? I can see how that can come off to people that yeah, don't we're like know Raising me. our voices with each exactly. other, but yeah. we're in agreement with yeah, each other. Exactly. Like, yeah. I can't believe yeah. these people. Yeah. Like if you didn't hear the words, you might think we were like fighting, you know, but yeah. And it's like raising your voice in agreement. I love yeah, it. Yeah. That's, that is a good way to put I'm gonna steal it. that that's a new song <laughs> yeah there you go. go write that as <laughs> yeah, long, long as you give us a credit <laughs> yeah uh, yeah you know, <laughs> give us some points you got it <laughs> but yeah I mean, I mean we you know yeah kind of taking it back a little bit like i said you know we kind of just more recently stumbled on your work but you've been doing this for decades man and um like was it always kind of writing for you Was that the first like creative outlet you uh you kind of found or
2: yeah for sure it's funny like i've been i've been passionate about music my whole life when I was in, uh, I don't know, I was like early on in high school, my buddy Charlie got his driver's license and we were like, you know, like nerd loser kids, like no one was inviting us to parties and shit. So Charlie got a car and uh, we just go to yard sales, you know, and this is like late 80s. Everyone's getting rid of their vinyl and we would just like grab everything. You know, you could get like Black Sabbath and Flying Family Stone records for like a dime. Mm. It was crazy. You know, so we just like amassed a record collection and, you know, got, had a couple turntables, would always just listen to vinyl and stuff. And then I got my mom's collection and, you know, I just was real passionate about music. So it started that way. And then when I moved out to San Diego, I saw this movie, I saw this movie slam Uh with uh, Saul Williams. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like, I, I can't play guitar. I can't play piano. You know, I've tried and I just fumble around on it. And it's one of those things. Like, I always just wanted to be like instantly
0: good. Yeah. <laughs> at something, yeah. You know? Oh yeah.
2: And as like a like a black man growing up, I like I saw Jimi Hendrix and I was like, oh, I'll just get. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just do that. <laughs> you know? And like I'll just I'll just rip. And like the fact that I couldn't like take like a solo like Red House like in an instant, yeah. I was like, oh, you know, fuck this instrument, yeah. you know. So, I, uh, I was like, oh, I can I can talk. You know, like I can do like, and and I was blown away by that movie. I don't know why, like generally speaking, something like that would like intimidate me away from ever trying it. Mm. But for some reason on the day that I wrote, watched that, I was like, okay, I can do that. This is what I'm going to do. And I was working at a record store in San Diego and I was like talking to my boss, just about like something as ambiguous as the future. And he's like, well, what are you going to do? What's your plan? I was like, I'm going to be a spoken word artist. (laughs)
0: uh,
2: Yeah. I'm just going to do that. And we, he like laughed. And I like laugh, but I was like, no, 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 but I'm dead serious. Like, that's what I'm going to do. And he's like, all right. So I did it. You know, and I I got in this band for uh, seven years. It was like a kind of like psychedelic funk with the spoken word on top Mm -hmm. of it. And we toured all around the States. And then uh, I lost my voice. I had chronic chronic Lyme disease for 26 years now. And uh, I had a hiatal hernia the stomach acids like scarred up the lining of my esophagus Damn. and I was like still touring and just trying to do it. And I just kind of blew my voice out. So I stepped away from music for a year and then I was like, maybe what if I can start finding vocalists and writing, writing songs, Mm -hmm. you know, like I still do the lyric thing and then just be sort of like a man behind the scenes. And then, uh, man, over the course of time, I've, I've put out 30 records. Um, bunch of different vocalists, all kinds of genres from, you know, soul, rock and roll, folk, country, you know, anything, man. Anything hip hop, like all kinds of stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's been the last, uh, last, last little journey. And then recently I started a new project called Alfred Howard Wrights uh-huh. um, during the pandemic.
0: You know, notice that like uh, 50% of your proceeds go towards the Black Visions Collective. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, that was for, um, so the first piece we released was called uh, We All Breathe the Same Air. And uh, like, so the Al- I should talk about the project a little bit. The Alfred Howard Wright's project is, um, I release two songs a week. Uh, my mother, who's a watercolor painter, uh, releases an, a piece of artwork, original art to go with each song. And then I also write a short story and it's a subscription based site, you know, so people are basically paying a dollar per song for a year. I'm going to release a hundred songs over the course of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, due to the pandemic, I've made the site like it's either, you know, 10 bucks a month or hundred bucks for the whole year or free. Yeah, okay. You know, if, uh, if you can't afford it, I don't want anyone to not be able to afford music. If they want to experience it, just, you know, I just asked him to shoot me an email and uh, gotcha. I just give him a free membership. Nice. You know, um, so what I've been doing for all the songs is I take on all the expenses, mixing, mastering, uh, hiring out musicians. Like if a song needs drums and bass, I, I pay mm-hmm. for that. And um, all the all the rest of the music just goes to the musicians who created it. So I've been, u- or all the rest of the money goes to the musicians who created. There's a point that I can get to if we have like enough subscribers while well, I'll stand and make money myself. But you know, in the initial stages, like I'm trying to help musicians who aren't able to gig anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, cause, cause the pandemic's affected us like immensely, yeah.
0: you know, Absolutely. All,
2: like I have, I have some other work that I do, um, that I can keep the roof over my head. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I'm still still working my music this way. So my favorite part about this site is releasing music in like such a rapid fire way, like doing 100 songs a year allows you to be uh, very reactionary. Yep. You know, so like something can happen. Like the first piece was called We All Breathe the Same Air. And that was the piece, you know, where we, we donated, we donated the money. Um, it was uh, George Floyd had been lynched. And I wrote a song about it like immediately. I reached out to a folk singer friend of mine from uh, Virginia and he called up a few of his musician friends. And, uh, you know, we had the song together in like a week and then we put it out, you know, and my mom did a piece of art for it. And, uh, and we were cooking, you know, and it's like, you know, when you're doing like an album cycle, sometimes it takes like a year before you can get your, your, your art together. You know, this, we were able to turn around in two weeks and, uh, and, and it was, you know, we, we had it sounding like the way we wanted it to sound. We didn't make any kind of sacrifices. You know, we just approached it differently. Everyone's recording remotely just to keep safe during the pandemic. And uh, yeah, that's that's been the project. And I'm, I'm 30 tomorrow will be 35 songs into the project. Nice. So I'm about a little over a third of the way there. And uh, it's been really interesting because I've been reaching out to you know, I've been I've been touring around for 20 years doing this music and you don't realize how many people you meet until you try to kind of take stock of it you know like, oh yeah i had this conversation with this singer in at this gig in tulsa she was she killed it you know let me reach out to her and uh, oh yeah we opened for this band uh you know 15 years ago let me see if that cat remembers me you know and uh you know some of them don't yeah <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> going to happen yeah some
2: like uh, you know who is this guy you know um and then i've reached out to random people like Oh, I heard this song on Instagram and uh, I liked it. Like, let's, let's see if they want to collaborate on something, you know? And, um, yeah, it's, it's been like this, this amazing process to the extent that I think it's like, you know, going forward when the world reopens and, you know, we, we find whatever the new normal is, like, I think this is the way. I'm going to be creating music.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. I, th- I think it's really cool what the internet has given us and all these different platforms to collaborate. And like you said, your network is already vast. So now we're able to reach out to these people, uh, you know, just drop them a line on Instagram or email or a text message and we can, you know, initiate Yeah. Uh, some art. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll say one thing for me was just cool to...
1: You know reach out to maybe a friend i hadn't talked to for a while but when you're able to like get that person like you, you said you haven't seen for years and like hey do you want to work on something and then especially in the beginning of pandemic a lot of artists and creators are just like what am i going to do so for you to be able to be like a, a hand to reach out be like hey and then i'm sure like yes yeah, like i didn't know but yeah i wanted to do that you know what i mean like
0: yeah, yeah especially when the art has sure, has a message behind it yeah. and it has a meaning you know, it's not just some um, club banger, it's, you know, something yeah. That, yeah. that all resonates with us and that we're all going through and we can all relate to the struggles of everybody else right now.
2: Yeah, I thought this would be like a real, like, I, like, I recognized out the gate that this was going to be a tumultuous year. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, <laughs> Kobe Bryant, like, yeah, exactly, no. exactly. That was like, this I was year. Like, like, can oh. you believe? Yeah. Like cause I like 2016 was a, was a year, you know, like that was the one where, where David Bowie died. And I think Prince, Prince died yeah. and maybe Leonard Cohen died and Sharon Jones mm. and, and Trump got elected, which a part of me died. Yeah. when that happened. <laughs> you know, like it, it was just, that was, that was like a, a rough year, you know? And then like, for whatever reason out the gate, Kobe Bryant going down in a helicopter crash early on in the year. I was just, and you know, it was an election year yeah. and that was like how it broke the ice. I was just like, this is, this is going to be a year, man. Yeah, no. There just was already whispers yourself. of the yeah. pandemic
0: brewing. So just, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: absolutely, man. And it it just escalated, escalated quickly. It was like that scene in
1: Anchorman where we like, oh man, yeah. that, <laughs> that escalated quickly, yeah. you know? Well, I mean, that's what we've been talking about. So, yeah. like, there's no way to, to imagine what the next thing is going to be every day here, so. <laughs>
2: Yeah, for sure. There's been lots of lots of good memes about that, you know? You see, like, the alien's, like, getting ready. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, we're up next. Like, what are we going to do? You know, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was just thinking, like, with this project, you know, I, I did, you know, I put a year on it. Like, it might go longer than a year. It won't go shorter than a year unless, you know, like, knock on this wood. Obviously, like, it's a dangerous year to be saying yeah, <laughs> declarative think, <yeah>. statements <laughs> like that, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, it would be a good way to document a year like this you know what i mean where there's just so much going on pandemic social justice issues climate change issues election you know just personal issues yeah. like going through all these things and i was like it's it's a good time to be a writer good time to be reflecting on all these things and uh i'm like you know seeing my mom's art cuz my mom's a, like she's an incredible artist and just having this visual and like sonic yeah and lyrical document yeah. of this crazy year you know just when all is said and done like i was like I, you know i don't care if it makes a cent like this is something i just need to do for myself to be able to look back on you know
0: well yeah and we'll all be able to look back on that you know some people may not discover it right now but we'll be able to look back on this artwork this body of artwork and reflect on what 2020 has yeah. been like yeah yeah even one of our yeah like one of our more recent
1: guests too they talk about that how they're just like yeah of course you know money's tight for everybody but we just need to get this art out of us because it's in the moment and they want to just be in it you know because yeah like i you know i'm not a huge you know i'm not real well like uh known to different artists out there but when i see a piece from a certain time like i get it but to see what you guys are creating what's being created in the moment and like how i feel right now and seeing how you feel about it too it's like it just connects with you differently and it's like man yeah and then the internet gets you to be able to work with people from all over you know
2: yeah we're all going through it man this thing's been medicine for me you know and hopefully for the folks that have been working on it as well you know it's like i I had one of my friends like one one of my good friends who gives me a lot of shit. say you know he's like yeah every every monday and thursday i look forward to seeing what the next song and story is And I was like, oh man, like you're a cynic and you just said something nice to me. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, and it, it hits different. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and you're like, yeah,
1: I guess everyone does need that thing, you know, whether they're saying it or not. Or, or maybe before it didn't need it, but now, like, really leans on those things that you could count on coming out. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy how emotionally turbulent, you know, things can bring us together and inspire us to create, you know, like they say, out of destruction, you know, comes building so this yep. is our opportunity to do exactly that. Absolutely. So, I mean, I know like the the current project you're doing
1: kind of, um, you know, became a thing during the pandemic. Was this something you were planning to do before this? Like you were like, I'm trying to find a way to find artists. Or was it really the kickstart of like having to be locked down and start thinking about how you're going to start creating again? Man, I'll be a
2: hundred percent honest with you. Like before the pandemic, I was thinking about, kind of stepping away from music you know like I've been doing this you know for a long time I'm 42 years old and you know my days of like wanting to get out on the road and sleep on a couch or you know just just be away from my love like those days are kind of behind me you know and um I was I was content with like walking away you know like I said like I had 30 albums under my belt like a lot of music that I was really proud of I was like, "This is a good point to just kind of call it and like focus on whatever's next," you know. And I wasn't even necessarily thinking it was music. The funny thing is, like, before the pandemic, I was like, uh, I was like a swap meet hound mm. on the weekends, and I go and I'd find like rare records and I'd sell them online. I was making like you know decent enough money to like live yeah. doing that. It was like kind of a fun new thing, and like I'd write, I would, I was writing like these little stories about just these weird adventures to like strange people's basements and like <laughs> yeah. you know, wild yeah. stuff that happens out there. Cause like, man, I've, I've been through it, doing it, you know? And then you find these, like, it's this kind of, it's, it's like an archeology span of sorts. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. you'll find sometimes like a, a, a song that's never been heard, you know, just like a, it was like a demo in someone's basement that their mm-hmm. grandma did. And it was beautiful. And like, no one's ever heard it, you know? I've And I've found like a number of pieces like previously unknown and i'm like you know i'm just like a dude out there doing it i'm I'm not like a an expert i have friends who've done it for years and i, I mean i've been doing it for a long time yeah. but like just the fact that like you could go to a flea market and find something that's undiscovered in this day and age where everything it's is like so- discovered, yeah. <laughs> you know and there's something fascinating about that so i was like you know, I'm going to do that for a while and just, you know, see where it takes me. And the funny thing is like doing that, you got to get up at like 5am and like, it was starting to kind of clash with the musician lifestyle of going to bed mm. at like 2am, you yeah. know? And I was like, well, well, something's got to give. Cause like eventually I'm going to have to sleep, you know? So I was like getting my, my speech ready to like tell all my musician friends. Cause I was playing in like five bands at the time and, you know, I, I, it was going to be hard because I've been you know, working at this goal for years, but I was ready. And then the world shut down and I was like, well, I don't have to say anything to anyone. <laughs> I guess I have some time to like think yeah. about it, you know. And then after a month of uh, like not playing shows and, you know, not doing that and just kind of catching my breath a little bit. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to like write a song, mm-hmm. you know, see what happens. And it started, I was like, for for 20, I think 29 days or something, maybe 23 days, I would put a song out on Facebook, just the lyrics. And I'd invite people to do renditions mm-hmm. of it, you know? And a couple people would submit versions of it, and some of them were good, and some of them were not good, <laughs> you, know? you know? It was like, the good ones, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I got there's something to this. And then the bad ones, I was like, oh, I'm never going to do music again. <laughs> <yet." laughs> yeah. You know, like, I don't <laughs> even want to, like, exist on this planet where this song exists, you know? So, um, after a minute, I was like, "All right, well, how can I like refine this idea and kind of make the most of it?" And that's where I was like, oh, "What if I curate it, you know?" And uh, I specifically like go out and like look for certain musicians, and uh, you know, hit up people who like, hell, like I'm a fan of, yeah. and I always wanted to work with them, and maybe they got some downtime right now, you know, and uh, you know, just just make those reaches. And you know, worst thing that can happen is I can keep not working with
1: that person yeah <laughs> you your, yeah that didn't change much <laughs> I, of your schedule from before yeah
2: <laughs> exactly you know I had something funny like with the America piece um Aesop Rock
0: mm, shared it nice and nice and I'm a huge oh yeah yes
2: yeah I've been a big fan for a long time and like you know I like I I've never you know like I got I still have to pay for a ticket to see Aesop yeah. Rock that's where I'm at you <laughs> know and uh so he sent me a message and I didn't realize who it was like right away, you know? And I was like, just writing back and forth with him. Like, Hey, thank you for the kind words. Cause he really loved the piece, you know? And I mentioned him in the piece Then, mm. like the light bulb went on and I was like, Oh shit, that's Aesop rock. Like that's actually that's the man, the deal, you
0: know?
2: Yeah. So I was like, so we talked for a minute, just like back and forth. And, you know, I let a couple days pass and I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to ask him if he'd be willing to share it, you know? Cause he's got a, a much bigger reach than me. And that's the kind of thing that could like change my, my life up a little mm-hmm. bit, you know? And I, I hate asking people stuff like that. I hate, hate asking for favors, you know? But I was like, all right, like what's the worst thing that can happen? I can keep not knowing Aesop rock
0: <laughs>
2: or like maybe he can help, you know, cause I believe in the peace yeah. and the peace has a message to get out there and vote. And yeah. the peace has the message to like reach out to the person you haven't talked to in a long time. And like, you know try to make conversation and try to like repair these broken fragmented relationships that yeah. we have due to this polarization you know like just to, to talk our way through it you know and uh he shared it yeah and i was like oh man that's that's awesome you know so it was funny my, my girlfriend has uh two little kids and we watch these dumb movies all the time <laughs> they're, you know they're yeah. little kids you yeah. know and, they they're not watching like criterion collection films and <laughs> yeah. trying to watch david lynch or anything like that you know <laughs> they want to see like kung fu panda 4 or whatever you know which i like you know I'm, i i hey, love some of these don't don't be talking <laughs> <less>. <laughs> like yeah some of them are yeah. great man um we watched uh we watched uncle drew <laughs> you mm. know and uh and they were like loving uncle drew and at the end of the movie i think uh uncle drew says like you know, you miss every shot you don't take. It's real. And I was like, God damn, I'm getting life lessons from Uncle Drew. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> like, how I get at this point? Oh, you know? man. But then for whatever reason, that, 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 that like cliche ass line stuck with me. I was like, ah, oh, man, Uncle Drew has a point. Got to take my shot, you know.
0: Yeah, I can't say that I like everything that has come out of Kyrie Irving's mouth, but hey, he ins- he know? inspired you to to yeah. get on the platform and yeah. and you know yeah,
1: I still think the Earth is round. Yeah, exactly. You know? But like, you can find you can find those things that uh, you know that uh, that are useful tidbits for you. Yeah. But I think that is yeah. important, like you said. I mean, even with these crazy opinions about the stuff, like there is good information in there or good thoughts that are in there, and that's where you can work off those discussions that you have with these other people. It's like you know, some of it is like, all right, that's so outlandish. I don't know if I can address that with you because I'm not even ready to understand how you got that opinion. But yeah, then you're like, okay, this is something that, okay, we could talk about more into that. Like, dig, like you said, like living near San Diego, people think the board is crazy, you know? Um, Or like, you know, I just went to Portland and someone's like, man, how crazy it's like, dude, I mean, yes, they burned down like some stuff, but it's like two blocks. You know what I'm saying? Like the rest of the city's fine. You know, it's like, I'm not just, you know, just, you know, saying that it's not crazy but it's not the whole city yeah, you like, don't you know, need your to be... building has
0: insurance all right yeah exactly like yeah. Your, yeah. your building can get rebuilt but a life with life insurance yeah, you exactly. cannot like yeah. reanimate that life yeah exactly so yeah
2: yeah man the, the the way that the news like presents these things just so over the top just like everyone be in fear be in peril all the time you know and you just like get to these places and hear crickets yeah you know it's
1: yeah, like it's not
0: that bad. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like if you actively go search for the danger, you'll find it, but that's anywhere you go, man. Like if you, you know.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to Absolutely. bring too many super political comments onto the podcast, but when we were watching the debate the other night and uh, Trump starts calling out all these cities and he's like, we got all these crazy places and th- like we got uh, Minneapolis and Oakland. I was yeah, like, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, keep Oakland yeah. out your mouth, man. Yeah, yeah I was like, like right, Oakland is chill, yeah. right? We're, we're good. Like, I can see like, Oakland from, you know, we're fine. Like, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly.
2: Also, <laughs> man, you're the president of... Of those yeah, places, yeah. like, exactly. have you what been I mean? to like, Oakland? Yes. I don't yeah. even think
0: he set foot yeah. in Oakland. He's exactly. ever.
2: No. Yeah, and he knows he knows damn well he should yeah yeah
1: exactly but it's like yeah. you know but that's like you know he's been fed this his whole life you know this isn't a new you know right. thought that he's had since being president like it's not like he got new information as the head of the country it's like no he's always thought that i should never go to oakland he wasn't in oakland back then you know so it's like right yeah man
2: yeah he doesn't like to go to places
1: where they don't appreciate yeah, where they don't praise yeah, right. him and yeah. eat up yeah. his every word yeah exactly yep but I think that's also that's true. And yeah, it's also a reminder to people, too, is like, I, I can also travel two hours from where I'm from. And trust me, it's mega it's country there, too. Yeah. And they're not wearing masks and whatever. You know But I'm still trying to have those right. conversations with those people and understand it. But, you know, I won't lie. I feel automatically a certain way when I'm at the airport and you don't have a mask on or whatever it is. It sucks. But you know but that you're a l- i'm a little less trying to talk to you because i would appreciate you having a mask on to, you know why we're going to talk but yeah you know right. but i try i try not to you know i'm the same way as the other people of just judging people more on one opinion so let me you know slow it down and like you said let's have some coffee in a more social distance way but yeah let's try to break down a little right. more of that yeah all right let's
2: have some coffee from 12 feet apart <laughs> yeah exactly politely shout opinions at each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're only shouting because we can't hear each yeah, other. Yeah, well. exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: what was it? We can... Uh... Oh, boy, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, ra- yeah. Raising our voices <laughs> in, in agreement. agreement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's
2: right. That's why you hit record on these Yeah, exactly. And you go go man, find the gem. harvest all those good <laughs> ideas later.
1: So, you know, kind of touch on that. Like, you know, you've been reaching out to different artists and, you know, people from your past before or also new, you know, connections. Like, has there been a, a struggle trying to, you know, get those songs made? Like, you know, is it all... Um, like people around the country, like just, just like sharing their, their files back and forth or how are you guys getting going about getting it done?
2: Yeah, it's, it's been all like all, you know, safely recorded distance recording, just sharing files, mm-hmm. like, lining everything up. It's a, it's a headache sometimes. And it's, um, it's like, you know, a lot of folks just wrangling musicians can be like hard, mm-hmm. you know, it's like hurting cats, <laughs> you know, and a lot of folks like, you know, I don't know them pretty, really well. I haven't worked with them for countless hours, like, you know, the cats I work with in San Diego, you know, who I, I do a lot of stuff with the people I know, yeah. cause it's like, you know, just cause, you know, I'm familiar with those folks and like, we know how to work with each other, but, but then branching out to all these other folks, um, for the most part, it's been real, real easy, you know, cause most of the cats I've been reaching out to are pros. And by the way, that was, someone just fell off their skateboard. Um, <laughs> hopefully they are. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's good. what, that's what happened. Like when I was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was like something i would watch on instagram yeah oh that's so cool it's happening live you know so i resisted the urge to like grab my phone and try to like film it i'm I'm growing up
1: we're all making steps
2: (laughs) but um yeah you know like just everyone's on a different schedule sometimes you know i'll have some folks who will like text me like oh yeah dude i'm down to do a song like here's an idea and then like a month's passed two months passed and i haven't heard back from them. and i'm just like you know there's like that i I feel like like guilty trying to like get up people's asses about the stuff you know like like i'm the drill sergeant because that's not really my nature i'm like a pretty laid back kind of guy you know but for the most part it's been like real real easy you know
0: yeah you know that's something that i've re- as a creative person that i really love about the internet and all these platforms that we have to connect and collaborate on is you know you can do things your own way now like distribution channels and uh, collaboration channels you can just you can do everything yourself now you know yeah. like you have your own website you publish your own content you don't need to approach a bigger company to get a record deal to put stuff out you can just reach out directly to artists say, Hey, let's do this. And then once you have the finished product, you can just put it out for the world to consume. Yep.
2: There's, there's been another yeah. thing about this project too, that I love is it's like, you know, obviously like the goal is, you know, I, we want to sell music, you know, we'd love to make money, but like at the end of the day, like this project is all about like art for art's sake, yeah. you know, and just like getting it out there, getting it seen, getting it heard, you know, and, and whatever else happens is a bonus. And there's like some really cool to creating that way, you know. Like, you kind of lose some of the pressures about like what a song needs to be, like who it needs to reach, like how it needs to sound. Yeah. And you can just do what the song needs to do, man. Just make the song right, make the song as good as you can, and you know, give it the best chance it has in the universe. And and then the cool thing with doing as many songs as we're doing is like, then you oh, move the on next one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One on to the next thing mm-hmm. man like bigger better you know try to yeah, try learn to from the last song
1: on. yeah
0: yeah and the thing about music is yep. too you, know, you never know when it's going to be discovered or when it might even go viral it could just sit yeah. for a couple of years even and then someone discovers it and then it goes viral so you just you never know these <laughs> days so that's why i think you know creating the best version of what you're setting out to do is always the best approach yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah my theory like one of the most popular videos i ever put out was uh i was playing camberine um at this show and i fell off my chair <laughs> and uh my friend took that video and put it on a loop uh, <laughs> and put the benny hill <laughs> oh, theme song nice, to yeah.
0: it All you right. know <laughs>
2: <laughs> that one got a lot of views you know so you never know like I might like fall down a flat of stairs and get captured on camera. I might fall skateboard yeah. like while someone's doing a podcast, yeah. you know, just in the background and become a viral sensation and somehow it'll bring attention to yeah. my music career.
1: Yeah, You never know. Yeah, it could be a freaking tweet, gonna, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you see those people that they get retweeted, you know, a hundred thousand times and they're like, well, since you're on my page, I do also do this. Like, here's my Etsy page right. where I'm like creating, you know, jewelry, like, Hey, whatever works, man. Like yeah. ride the wave. While you're here. Yeah, exactly. You've <laughs> exactly. captured
0: their attention. Yep. So capitalize on that. Exactly. Yep.
2: yep absolutely so i'm i'm already a klutz so i just need to be filming like all the time <laughs>
1: there you go yeah to kind of not really switch lanes but another part you know you said like spoken word is something that's been a part of you know your life for a long time and like i remember slam and like like Saul williams or um like sage francis like get into that but you know for you do, does it seem like the world's more like ready for like spoken word as as like out there it's always been around and it's always addressed like justice especially like social justice and like the the, the current climate but i think it's it's bigger now like I, even when i mentioned to my friend that you were gonna come on the podcast he's like Oh man like the spoken word dude just won america's got talent you know and i'm like i would have never thought that wow. happened just because as much as i enjoy it i just i don't you don't see a lot of people you know usually these spoken word artists are rappers or singers on top of yeah, that like you know they have like to
0: go for something
1: else outside of yeah, that realm yeah exactly to get right. like the real traction yeah
2: you know the funny thing is like i never listened to a lot of spoke like aside from the, seeing that like slam mm-hmm. And being blown away and then being like, all right, I want to do this. Like I kind of closed myself off to it because I didn't want to be like overly influenced mm. by what anyone else was doing. Yeah, okay. So I don't, I have like no idea what goes on oh, in wow. that world. And the funny thing is like when I was doing spoken word all the time, people would always get me uh, spoken word records for gifts. That's funny. Yeah. And I'd be like, <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. I am <laughs> never going to open this ever. Yeah. You no. Know? Um, but it's it's just this thing, you know, Like I'll I'll dust it off and like bring it out when when I really feel like I need to address something because there's a potency in it in that like all you have is the word.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like
2: when I listen to music, like usually I'll hear the lyrics after like
0: Yes, once you're done a
2: song five Mm -hmm. or six times, you know? Um, but spoken word, it's like, hey man, like you're listening to the lyrics. This this is what this is about. You know, like it's it's as direct as like as a, like a sonic art form can be uh-huh. with its intention, you know? And I feel like these are times that like require that, yep. you know, like they need people addressing like what they're seeing, feeling, thinking. And uh, yeah, so that, that doesn't surprise me at all. So maybe, maybe it's a good time that for me to be dusting off yeah. the old, uh, the old voice, you know, yeah, you
0: know, and I, I like what these new platforms have given us, like, you know, the tick tock and Instagram, they give a certain life to your videos that uh, they didn't have before. Like you can easily put your lyrics like in the video now yeah. and that even something as simple as that gives it so much more of an impact. Cause now the viewer can really just see those words and like resonate with them and uh, just feel the impact of them so much more. Cause then you can put emphasis on certain words and make them pop and make them bold and it lets us consume uh, this form of art in a different way than we have in the past. Yeah. That's
2: why I, I liked about my friend who made the America video. Just like, put, just hit him with the words, yeah. you know, like, there'd be like images in the background, but like all the key statements were just boom, boom in your face, you know? So you like, you really have to like be thinking about everything that I'm saying in that piece, you know?
1: Definitely. You know, when it comes to the, uh, the Alfred Howard the rights, what you guys are doing now with that is there? Uh, is every song kind of put together in a different way? Like you know, you said you um, also have your mom do uh, watercolor with like the, the image with it. Like sometimes does the the picture you know it inform it, it, the, yeah inspire the, the, the song or like how how does that like uh, kind of come about?
2: So the art has always come uh, after the okay. piece. So I, I like record the piece, send my mom sometimes like a rough version, and then she just sits with it. And she'll do like you know, three to five paintings for every song, gotcha. which is like that's the crazy part <laughs> about this whole process. Is like I'm I'm writing like three to five songs for every song that comes out because I hit up so many people, mm. you know. That I always like if I'm hitting someone up, I want to have a couple songs to like yes, reach out, to. Gotcha. you know. And then I wait until they get back before I you know, I, and they don't always get repurposed because I like try to preemptively write songs for a Who voice. You think, yeah. Out to that voice, you know. So if they don't do it, then I'm like, all right. Well, like I'll keep this around if I find somewhere where it fits. Mm -hmm. But it was like pretty tailored for like someone specifically, you know. So yeah, every song has been different. Like been a bunch that I've written with, uh, like my guitar player out here and the keyboardist out here that I work with a lot. You know, where we've like we've come up with some song ideas that we'll have like a fully fleshed out song that we'll present to someone. And it's kind of nice to have that. Cause then someone's like, Oh yeah, cool. It's like karaoke. I can just come in and like knock this out, you know? And then I have a lot of people who are, you know, instrumentalists themselves and they'll be like, all right, like, I want to write a song, send me some lyrics, send me some reference tracks. You know, what were you listening to when you wrote this? And then sometimes I'll be like, Hey, what are you listening to now before I write this? So I can kind of, you know, tailor it to those kind of interests, you know? And, um, you know, then we kind of decide if the song needs more than just being an, a good acoustic guitar and a voice. Uh, you know, does it need uh does it need drums? Does it need bass? Does it need like a full band treatment? Does it just need to be like a sparse thing, you know? America, that piece was the first one that was like just vocals alone. Gotcha. You know, and I thought about like adding additional just little soundscapey things in the background. Mm-hmm. But I was like,
1: nah, this needs to be like. The focal point yeah and it worked that yeah that was good i mean you know and i definitely ha- haven't got to hear uh the 30 plus that you guys are on now but even if a quick scroll through your instagram the songs have a lot of range you know of the kind of artists and the sound so i really like that and it's like you know because yeah i mean everyone is taking it differently you get different artists that and you know it's like cool to hear the whole world is trying to still you know entertain each other you know yep absolutely <laughs> man absolutely
0: and well, that's a good time that we can go into our segment that we call support quality. And we just want to ask something that has brought quality into your life lately. It could be a person, a place, a thing, a process, but what is something that has brought quality into your life?
2: Oh man. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give my mom a shout, mm-hmm. you know, this, um, she's been a huge influence on me, like my whole life, you know, when I was like, when I said I want to be a spoken word artist and it sounded like an outlandish thing, my mom was like, yeah, you do it. You know, I, I believe in you. Like I've always thought that you were like smart and special and you have a way with words, like get after, it. you know, and she's always been super, super supportive of that. And again, uh, to work on this project with her has been amazing, you know, cause she's been, she's been a professional painter for like, you know, almost, almost six decades, yeah, crazy. you know, like, and uh you know she like as a a single black parent woman you know in the in the 70s man like that was that was hard and uh she's been able to you know she put me through college with her art Mm. and um you know she's just always been been there and i think she's an incredible artist and her range you know has never been limited in fact like doing this project she's like okay i want to try something different i want to do like art that I feel like your listeners would enjoy, mm-hmm. you know. And um, she does some abstract stuff. She, you know, it's been real eclectic. And she does like what the song needs, nice. you know. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my mom a shout. Man, nothing know? wrong with that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Even though she was for the wrong basketball team, like I still love her.
0: <laughs> so is this the first time that you've ever had the chance to really collaborate with your mom on a pro on a project?
2: We've done uh actually we did a book hmm. in a and with um this Bay Area singer. Um yeah, named Lu, Lu, uh well our project's called Louise Walker, but her name's uh Salami Rose Joe Lewis and uh she's a great jazz singer and um my mom did paintings for each song on the album mm. and we put out like a book that that comes yeah. with the record. And then back in the day, um uh, my mom would do calendars and I would write like little poems
0: for her calendars
2: back when I was probably, I don't know, I was a young boy and I'm scared to see them. You know, they're probably like little Dr. Seuss
1: (laughs) things. Maybe one of those things that uh, I can thrift one day, man, and come up with some unreleased, you know what I mean? yeah they're out there yeah. man you know that's awesome because sure. i think you know a lot of artists it's it's like you can do a lot of creative things you know have different outlets but to be able to put it together in different ways in one project is is you know pretty awesome you don't always hear that you know like putting you know those different pieces so that's, yeah, that's awesome man and um look forward to seeing more of what you're doing
2: oh thank you man appreciate it
0: yeah so for the quality goods listeners out there how can they find your work
2: oh yeah so if you want to go to alfredhowardwrites.com um, and that's W R I T E S Alfred Howard writes.com. Um, like I said, if you, if you, uh, can't afford a subscription, just hit me up with an email. It's free. And, um, but please, if you can't afford a subscription, like we appreciate the support, all the money goes to, uh, helping musicians oh, out yeah. right now. Um, you know, you can buy individual songs in the store or you can do a subscription or you can buy artwork. Um, it's all there. And then there's a streaming page if you want to, check the music, make sure it's, uh, up to snuff. Like (laughs) you can listen to it all there.
0: Yeah. Right on, man. So you guys go check him out. Definitely you can follow him on Instagram as well. Right.
2: Yep. Alfred Howard 23.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You can follow our podcast on Instagram as well at quality goods TV. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You can find out everything we're up to and you can find out when, alfred's podcast drops exactly we'll put the links to yeah. his stuff on there you know yeah you can awesome yeah man. you can follow me at mr bd on instagram and i'm at young man old souls yeah just
1: check us out yeah. We're I always mean, up to something yeah we support you guys supporting us and we're going to keep trying to find you guys dope people to talk to and we love having these conversations with you know strangers and, and you know hopefully we get to you know communicate back and forth a lot more and we'll get to see you live one day and whatever it may be
0: but yeah man can't wait definitely. yeah when live music becomes a thing again <laughs> yeah we'd love to come check out a show man definitely man we have to, we have to do i'll be all rested yeah, up man, man. I'll, I'll be ready we
1: have to do some thrifting too man we're, we're starting to get more into that yeah. so we have to hit a yard sale up or something man i was <laughs> talk yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah if you haven't checked out our episode we had a whole episode about flipping yeah, some reselling and stuff yeah. so yeah
2: man Oh, ah,
1: okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, I could be a guest on that yeah. Yeah, we're thinking about doing some kind of little friendly competition thing. So we'll definitely let you know. We'll have like twenty bucks and you yeah. gotta go to a yard sale and see what you can get, you yeah. know, something like that. So we'll let that you know for sure, man. Oh man, I'm all nice. in, thank man. Thank you very uh, much yes. for taking your awesome, time on a Sunday. We appreciate Sunday. it. Yeah. Good rapping with you guys. Thank
0: you, yeah. thank you. So yeah, follow but, us all guys. And then uh, until the next time. We out.